So, Mr. Jelly, this is going to shock you. It might even cause some awe. It's it's my tactics. Do you remember the very first chat room that you ever went into? I do remember the very first chat room that I ever went into. Ooh, give us the details. So, it was an IRC room. IRC? You know, I would d- definitely an IRC room. I got... Sometimes I get confused between IRC and ICQ, but ICQ is the... ICQ little- is... You know that's still around? It is still around. Oh, I found it the other day. Mind. I'm like, what? Blows my mind that people still use that. And yeah. you had like the long, the big long number that was like, tw- like 12 <laughs> yeah. digits long. And yeah, that, yes. was, that was your like your number. Yeah. And it was just perfectly normal to hand that number out to people and be like, ICQ me. So the uh, the first chat room that I was ever in was, was on some IRC server somewhere in the void that probably doesn't exist anymore. And the chat room itself does definitely not exist anymore. It was called Lots of Skins, which is less about porn than you might think <laughs> and more about Whoa. the skinning of applications. Uh, so, you know, you know, customizing the look and feel of applications, which was when I got on the internet, it was the, like, it was the thing. Oh, I remember yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. You'd get your Windows installation and you just, like, theme the heck out of it and install all these things. You could create ICQ themes, which were basically just an image that just got stretched across the, uh, across <laughs> the, the window. And Winamp, do you remember Winamp? Winamp, yeah, Winamp. And Windows Media Player also had skins, and I think it still might. Um, Not that I use Windows or have used Windows in a very long time. But, you know, it was just, it was, it was attached to a website of the same name where it was kind of like that was the whole point around the website was kind of making and sharing these skins. And uh, it was just like a handful of people from that website that just kind of, you know, we kind of chatted all the time. And it was just a little bit of a little community and we'd just have random conversations about kind of nothing, really nothing. Nothing at all. And yeah. uh, what what would you say like the general vibe of the, the community was in there, like the posts that were going there and the, you know, the frequency that people would turn up and the kind of things they'd say to each other? Like was it friendly? Was it hostile? Was it? I think I think overall it was pretty good. I think ISC kind of works in a way because it's got like, you know, you have the kind of the idea of moderators and admin and stuff like that. And so as long as they're kind of on the ball about it, about kind of shutting down negativity or whatever, you know, it, it was a pretty nice place. And so that, I mean, that particular chat room was pretty kind of open. We were open to kind of all sorts of stuff, you know, open to, you know, people's ways of life and all that sort of, sort of thing. So it was very kind of tolerant of that sort of thing. And we all got along pretty well. Like, I don't I don't vividly recall any major major problems with that room but that's not to say that that can't happen that definitely does happen it's just not in that particular one yeah I think one of the first ones I went into I was trying to think this over it was probably a gaming related one yeah where like people would go there because they were all like you know playing the same game or whatever and you discuss it and I found it was similar like you had you had all these people in there who had like a common passion and that kind of brought them together but at the same time you, you did have like a few people that were aggressive or were in there just to to wreak havoc and I think the fact that this was one of these chat rooms where you just you pick a username. So you're like, you know, Mr. Bob 22 or something. You pick whatever you want. And it, you're essentially anonymous. And I think that that did lead to, to problems. Like there was often mm. posts like, you know, getting deleted or people just, you know, getting really angry at other people for reasons that didn't even seem to like make sense back then. And it felt like it could be like it could go from somewhere like super friendly into somewhere like super hostile and just like the the blink of an eye. Mm, flame wars and stuff like that, yeah? Yes, that's right. Mm, mm, mm. No, I, I can de- definitely see how that works. And, I mean, you hear all sorts of horror stories about it. And, I mean, you just have to look at places on the internet where there's comments involved and comments <laughs> i mean comments are kind of like a chat room in in many ways and just you know have all of the kind of same bad things that happen 
I mean, YouTube, like YouTube's oh, comments, my goodness. holy yes. mother of frying pans. That yeah, is. I know you, it's the, you'll find the most innocuous video. It'll be like some cute cat or something and that someone's yeah. recorded and you'll just scroll down. You're like, what <laughs> are these <laughs> yeah. people on? It's just, and some of them are like really, really like mean and nasty. Yeah, and this no video is terrible reason. and you should go kill yourself. And you're like, it's, what? <laughs> I know. It's, it's, quite, it's quite full on. Do you think it's just the anonymous part of the that that sort of stuff or do you think it just is is just the anonymity yeah i, I think there's a few different things that go into place so one is generally that yeah your your face is not there and you know your address and and, and like your proper name but there, there is something else as well there's someone has given you like a box to to type something and it's very rare that i think people go and type like this was amazing it made me so happy like thank you thank you very much like i think i think people are almost like trying to get a reaction so like if you type something really mundane, like good video, like you're not going to get like a lot of reaction from people. Whereas if you type like this is the worst video that I have ever seen and you should break your camera into a million pieces, like here's a link to a sledgehammer I found on eBay. Like I don't know, it feels like some people are just attention seeking and that's going to get you way more attention. And it feels like these days, like you're saying, like there still are, you know, chat rooms and there still are things that, you know, IRC is still around like even, but it feels like a lot more people go to the comment sections of like an article or a video or something or even Facebook like seems to be where a lot of people kind of get their their chat room fixed these days. Yeah. Yeah. No that and 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 Slack. I mean Slack is a massive kind of uh, addition to the the whole kind of chat room thing. Yeah. Although it kind of diff- it differs and it differs in some ways that I think are kind of important in that like I mean Slack is kind of invite only and so you kind of end up with you know groups of people who are generally of the same kind of ilk. Yeah. Yeah, I think yeah. that's definitely a big part of it. I mean, I look at the two forums that I used to be like a huge part of. There's, I don't know if you yeah. remember the, the Mac Talk forums. I think it was called I, something I before Mac them, Talk, yeah. maybe. Yeah, had a, had a different yeah. name. But there, there was that forum which was all about you know Macs at the time because there were, there were no iPhones, and yeah. so you had all these people who were into a fairly niche sort of operating system, like it maybe had I don't know five percent of the market or something, and they they'd get together and talk about you know the hardware and the announcements and the the operating systems and the updates and the the applications that they were using and it was a fairly you know friendly place like everyone there was was pretty nice and then you have this other famous forum in australia called whirlpool yep and it it was originally created to you know discuss um isps so these people that bring you internet you know which is the best provider and and you know what what are the best deals that you can get but it quickly kind of turned into the opposite where you post something in there and there'd be like 12 or 15 people just telling you how much of an idiot you are and how dumb you are for like even asking and you know you should have pressed search first because we covered that six months ago like in this thread and it is a really like scary like aggressive place and it's you think on the one hand it's the same thing you've got a group of people that are interested in Macs and a group of people that are interested in finding out about ISPs but just two completely like different tones. So do you think that the leadership, for lack of a better word, of a kind of a chat space, a forum, chat room, whatever, do you think that plays into how the overall, like the overall room feels? Yeah, I think that that plays a massive part. It's like, one, you have these things called moderators that can go in and like delete posts and, you know, ban people and tell them off and that sort of thing. Yep. And I think how you deal with that in the first kind of initial part of your forum makes a huge difference because if people log in and they see it's okay you know to call jelly an idiot and start like calling his mum names and they, they see there's no repercussions for that i think it's it's only going to go downhill from there like I'm, I'm not one of these people that's all like you know you thou shalt have free speech and you can say whatever you want doesn't doesn't matter if it's offensive like 
I don't, I don't know. I just don't feel comfortable in those places that are just like anything goes, you know, free speech. Yeah. See, I, I, I think free speech kind of has a limit and free speech legally is only really a thing in certain countries and doesn't pertain to the idea that you can basically just uh, slander somebody for no good reason. Well, I mean, even if you have a good reason, you can't slander somebody that's actually illegal. <laughs> I have a good reason. He's a jerk. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think it's one of these things where, like, I, I much prefer places where people are civil to each other and people are, you know, uh, uh, constructive. I definitely don't want to go to a place where I just, every time I say something, you know, somebody just kind of sla- smacks me down. So why would anybody else? I, yeah. I don't. Well, this is an interesting thing. So, like, re- related to this is... um. I don't normally play a lot of online games because I, I find yep. like my reflex are just not fast enough or whatever. But for whatever yep. reason, I got into this game called Rocket League. It was originally, I think, free on the PSN network or whatever. Like if you're one of their fancy subscribers, I'm like, oh, cool, free game, download that. And I got absolutely hooked. But the two things you'll find in this game are they have a like an audio chat interface hmm. and they've got like a text-based one as well. And I quickly found like the audio one was just full of like absolute jerks. It'd be like, would you miss that ball for like you're this and you're that? And it was really like, you know, highly offensive stuff. And I'm like, okay, turn the audio chat like completely off. Okay, solve that problem. And then you've got the kind of text-based thing that kind of pops up on the top left. Yeah. And it's weird. Like you'll play six games, completely civil people that'll be like, you know, good game, like nice, nice shot, like, um, you know, water save, great pass, that sort of thing. And then you'll jump into the seventh game and there'll be one person on your team who's just being like an absolute bozo. And it just, it just ruins like the entire game. Like some people say, oh, you know, just ignore them and they'll go away or whatever. But just seeing those things scroll past. And especially if this person happens to be like on the same team as you, you're like, ah, like it's just, it's ruined my day. Like basically. And the worst part about it is those people that are, uh, the people that are typically like that are also typically like the loudest, if that makes sense. Like they're the ones that speak the most. And, uh, and so, what ends up happening is that they end up drowning out all of the kind of the much more positive and constructive talk that ends up happening. Uh, and it just ruins it for, like, I, I feel like it just ruins it for everybody. <laughs> I, I have seen it work once though. I was, I was, so generally this game, you play like two on two or three on three. It's basically giant cars hitting a ball into goals. Like, that's all you need to know. Yep. So what happened is this guy was like, I assume it was a guy. Like, it may well have been a, a woman. Let, let's, let's, let's be equal opportunists here. Yeah. So, they're, they're usually guys. Let's be honest. <laughs> I don't want to characterize really our, our species or whatever we are, but yeah, probably. <laughs> um, anyway, this person was, was being a bozo and the best thing in the world happened. Like his teammates got sick of it and they both joined our team. And so now it was like five against one and it was the best thing ever because we're just like scoring goals against this guy and he's getting angrier and angrier and angrier. It's like 10 nil and he eventually quits. I'm like, rage yes. quit. Rage yeah. quit. And it, the yeah. thing is, when you quit in this game, you actually get penalized. So you don't get to come back for like 15 minutes or half an hour or something and you, you lose points. So it was, it was the best result. And afterwards we're like, yeah, it's kind of nice that that guy, you know, left and we just kept playing like, like our game. So I feel like that's the exception though. Like you don't need to see that happen a lot. I mean, do you, do you online game at all? I don't really online game. Um, I've, I've never really been that interested in it, but I, I definitely have seen kind of like the nasty side of it and you definitely hear uh, about it like online and stuff. People will definitely make a, a, a thing of it. Because I mean, it's it's kind of a, a, a toxic place for for women to go, and for people who live lifestyles that are uh, different to quote the norm, whatever that even is. It's it's kind of a nature of people that when things are different to what they're used to, they kind of I don't know. A lot of people kind of for whatever reason react really badly to that, and so 
when you add an anonymity, it like amps it up and suddenly everybody's even worse to each other. And yeah, I don't, I don't like that sort of, sort of business. No. I, I, yeah. I can't, I kind of wish that I like, I, I could go back to the days when, you know, when I was in this, you know, the, the, the lots of skins chat room and it was just all, it was all, it was so good. Like we had like, you know, we'd, we'd occasionally just like do these role play things and, you know, people had different lifestyles at the time, and it was, and I mean, it was you know in the late nineties, I guess, uh, mid to late nineties, and it was you know, and so it's kind of it's actually kind of strange to think back and realize that you know we were actually pretty good to people who were uh, you know of different um, you know, orientations or or whatever. Like it was kind of abnormal, and it was good, and and it was the most important thing is it was good. It was nice. Everybody was good to each other, and I kind of yeah. I wish that real like the chat rooms like that kind of still existed. Yeah, I mean, I bet you they do, and I bet you part of it is the the more niche you can get with something, so that the more you narrow in on like one exact thing that people are there for. I reckon sometimes the the better the community you get. So you, you think about something like, okay, there's a video game where giant rocket-powered cars um, slam balls into a goal and that doesn't just appeal to like one one type of person. Like it appeals to yeah. a broad range of people and suddenly you get yeah. this broad range of people and you put them in the same place and it's what you're saying. Like people immediately notice, oh, that person's different to me. Like uh, they've got like, you know, something about their name or the way they talk or or their avatar, like, oh, that's that's different to how I would have done it. And then you get this this weird tension. Or I guess in games as well, you get people who think they're you know they're highly skilled and they want to they want to feel even better about themselves by you know yeah. putting down those people that aren't as good. And that's just it's really uncomfortable. But I think it happens because you've got this wide range of people. Whereas I reckon, like you're saying, like on this skins forum, which you're sure me is not <laughs> pornography related. I'm going to have to take your word for that. Yeah, I don't know if some listener is going to. Uh, you know, check the internet archive for this sort of thing. But I think you're right that people were like much more specific. Like we're here to, you know, to create themes and share themes, you know, to do with, with apps and stuff. I reckon you get, yeah, you just attract like a different, different sort of person. And that may very well be the case. And I, I just, I, I just kind of wish that it could, it, it was the sort of thing where we could go back to that, to that point. Yeah. Mm. And that this is the, the other interesting thing. So the, the places you can interact with people online now are just like, they're so much more diverse than they used to be. So uh, you think about in the 90s, like you'd go to a, a forum maybe or an IRC or you'd speak directly to someone on ICQ. Whereas now, like you can go to, you got Facebook, you got YouTube, you got Twitter. Um, yep. You know, you've got all of these different places that you can interact with people online. You've got a huge plethora of like online games that you can play where you can chat to people. Like there are just so many places where there's a chat. Like I was even watching... You know, I got two young kids and they, they go into these like online Minecraft servers. And the, the first thing you see in there is like a chat window. I'm like, hmm, as much as I want them to be able to interact with all these people and have fun, I'm like, yeah, they're probably still a bit young for that. Like, let's just turn that off like to, to be safe. Yeah, I, I, I don't understand the, the, the concept of letting kind of kids run loose on the internet, but then I don't really have children, so I don't necessarily know that I'm the best person to kind of judge that. <laughs> But do do you let your cat run run wild on the internet? Like once he learns to to type, I don't I don't like it when he runs wild on the internet because it usually <laughs> means that I'm actually trying to do, get stuff done on the key on the on the uh, on the laptop, and he's you know running across the keyboard back and forth. Hey hey hey, pay attention to me instead. Yeah, but believe me, he knows exactly what he's doing. Yeah, he do, he actually does. I mean, I mean, cats cats invented Welsh. Did you know that? Did did you? Did, what? I feel like I'm they, walking into a punchline, but please, please enlighten me. Well, because because Welsh looks like uh, like a cat, 
like has run across the keyboard. That's essentially <laughs> how new words are created in Welsh. Oh, sorry, three Welsh listeners. Like, we're, we're sorry to see you go, but you know, it was worth it. I think. I've just offended all of the Welsh, <laughs> so, Welsh-speaking people. Speaking of Welsh people and societies in general, do you think there will ever come a point in our future? Like in the past, we've talked about you know, space and space exploration and what was going to happen and computers and where computers are going to go and user interfaces. Will there ever come a point where you'll go into any chat room, doesn't matter what it is, whether you're gaming, probably VR by then or whatever, and everybody is just being nice to everybody else? So I think that I think that we're kind of heading towards a direction like that with um, with certain things. I mean, you just look at, look at the way that, um, I guess... Even so, like at the moment, it's really kind of, I guess, confined to our area of the internet and kind of almost a little bit outside of that, where at the moment it's a big kind of, it's a big thing to focus on, you know, inclusivity and diversity and all that sort of stuff. And so we're kind of heading in that direction where very, very slowly and kind of a bit painstaking at, at, at times, we're moving towards that. Any chat room might be a big call in the next you know, a few years, but we've, we are starting to see kind of the fruits of that. Um, there was a thing, there's a thing that's launching called, I think, civil comments, which is a comment, like a commenting section that is designed to, you know, encourage people to be civil to one another. And the whole point of that is that, you know, I think you post, like you get the chance to like essentially say yes or no if some, if a, if a particular comment is civil. And so you've kind of got people self moderating. And so, like, we're kind of starting to see that kind of go in that direction, and there has been a lot of talk about um, what didn't YouTube try to make their um, their their comment section non anonymous? Yeah, uh, at one and point they they tried to basically switch to using Google Plus um, yeah. profiles for the comments, and I, I'm uncertain whether they did that because they were trying to jam Google Plus in everyone's face, or whether <laughs> they someone some high level manager sat down. And they're like, "What have we created? Look at <laughs> or, this mess." Like we need to fix this. Win win. But they actually rolled rolled that back, I think. Yeah, I don't think that that ended up sticking. But it is a certain it is a the sort of thing that people are looking at. Like how do you make how do you make the internet not be anonymous? Because when people hide behind anonymity, they are just awful. And so I I think that's kind of the sort of stuff that it's gonna take is gonna be the sort of having the sort of people involved in the creation of these services be kind of mindful of the fact that they're creating something that where people are going to be communicating and communication doesn't necessarily have to be kind of constructive or good. You know, people can be quite awful to each other. If we get services that are created by these people, then most likely they're going to be kind of uh, geared towards the idea that it makes it really easy to manage them that way. But I think, like, I don't necessarily think that we're going to see it in the next year or so. Like, even though we are, like, we are working towards it as a kind of community, I guess, um, it- it's slow. And I think it's the sort of thing where it's, it's not just about the services that we use and it's not just about the, um, the, you know, the, the technology. It's about the people that are involved in these things kind of being active about, like, you know, shutting people down, uh, when, yeah. when they're being, when they're being nasty. Um, yeah. And that, and that can be hard because if you don't have any power, then like if you're just a your regular user, then like, you know, how are you going to make that happen? But I, I feel like you have, to, I, I feel like it's just one of those things where you, you, you got to try it and make an, make an attempt. And then, yeah. Yeah. No, no I definitely agree. And I, I, I forget, I think it was from a Wikipedia developer. I read a really interesting um, blog post where he said, you know, the, the time has come basically that if you're designing any sort of system that has interaction, so where people can interact with each other, 
that one of the first things you need to consider is how it can be abused. Like it's not enough to say, oh, isn't it amazing if we put, you know, Jelly and Russell in touch and they, they can talk about their common interests and we should just leave them alone because, you know, you don't need to moderate that or whatever. He was saying one of the first things you need to consider is, okay, if someone wants to be malicious or if someone wants to make someone feel bad or if someone's just, you know, having a bad day, how can you build your system in a way that you can minimize the impact that this person can have like on everyone else that's that's using your thing because at the end of the day like if you're doing this for business reasons you're trying to you know make money or you're trying to build like a big community you have to be like on top of this stuff because obviously it's going to be better for you if people go to your website or service and they feel better when they leave because yep. if, if if they go away angry and youtube may be like the the biggest like counter example of this but if, if they go to your service and they don't like it they're they're potentially not going to come back and so that's there's so many reasons why you need to you know consider that stuff when you're first building something not trying to bolt it on you know, many years later, which I think is why we're struggling at the moment. You know, Twitter's yeah. trying to introduce policies around harassment. Um, Facebook is arguably trying to do the same, although I've seen, you know, a lot of bad stuff still happens on there. But oh, but Facebook will do it as an experiment. Yeah, that's right. They'll ABCD, like EFG, test it <laughs> before they decide. But the thing is, like, because it wasn't built in from the start, it is hard. And I, I think yeah. it's almost, not to get too technical, but it's it's the same thing that happened to Windows. So in the early days... You know, I think when Microsoft was building Windows that they, they didn't really think that people would try and hack it and that, you know, so many people would try and compromise the operating system so they could do nefarious things. And that took them years and years and years and years before they were able to like reconcile that. Like finally they got around to the fact that like, okay, people are going to hack Windows. We, we aren't going to be able to stop them from hacking it. So now we have to build Windows in such a way that that makes it actually harder to hack. And I think, I don't know, that took them like five or 10 years before they, you know, they got that anywhere near right yeah i think i think it's the sort of thing where it it takes like it, it definitely takes forethought and and planning and when you're creating something thinking about the like the how people communicate and how people can abuse that and it's going to be i i think also like it's going to be hard to really bolt anything on with the current level of technology that we have because it can be it, it requires it kind of requires you know at the moment moderation it requires a lot of manpower to go through and so like i can like imagine trying to moderate twitter that would be insanity <laughs> you would go mad yeah because there's millions of tweets going out at any given moment and who's going to sit through all of those to make sure that they're, you know that people are being nice to each other? Certainly not me. I don't have time to read millions of tweets. I struggle to read, you know, the ones that I do. Yeah, and I, I guess that's where people are hoping technology might come to the rescue in some aspects. If you can run like yeah. you know fancy algorithms over things, or even if you can do simple things like give people ways to flag things, and then have an algorithm like around that, and eventually, if it's if it's still confused, like send it to a person. So if that person can get you know, every 100,000th thing that the algorithm couldn't figure out, then that's fine. Like you can employ someone to sit there and go, oh, yeah, yeah, that's that's past the line or, oh, no, like it just got that wrong. And I think over time, you know, if you give people the tools and if you also give the tools the tools, is that what <laughs> when you program things? I don't know. Give, give the computer like the tools as well, like the, the system. Give the computer to, a computer. So yes. The computer can compute and tweet about its <laughs> computations and then run computations on the tweet about its computations that it's computed, and it gets very, it'll get very confusing. At yeah, the, the I, point, but, I think yeah. if you give the computer a computer to compute on, so that it can compute <laughs> the things that it needs to compute, then you go too deep, and uh, I don't know. It feels like you could actually just end up with it going boom. <laughs> 